0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jarrell with another episode of Just Tell Real. Sitting down with our special guest this afternoon, we have Double X Tina. How are you doing this afternoon?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Doing great. Doing great. As usual, we're sitting down. We got some good herb rolling up, getting ready to smoke, sit down and chat, have a nice calm talk and uh, get you folks to know a little bit more about Double X Tina. So we'll be back in just a moment. back with double x tina this is another episode of just tell Real. so double x tina i love your music i love what you do i love your stage presence you've got a lot going on um you know when it comes to female artists here in orlando i have to say out of the few shows that i go and see i do really enjoy watching you perform um you know and uh Just want you to give an opportunity to talk to your fans, talk to your listeners, uh, your potential listeners today, and uh, let's get them to know a little bit more about you. So let's talk about background. How did you get into this music game?
1: So I've always done music growing up, like the basic story of, you know, I grew up, I was singing in church in the choir, and then I went to high school, I was doing plays and stuff like that. So I always enjoyed um, singing and just music and all, and like going to concerts, everything like that. And so once I found out that this was what I wanted to do, it was always like my dream as a kid. Like I would do like performances in my garage and have like all my family friends over to watch. I felt bad. Now looking back at it, it was probably like, oh my God. But um, yeah, I really took it somewhere. Um, uh, About a year or two ago, I started writing music, just me and my guitar. And then I was in a program at the time, so I had no like resources to get beats or anything like that, you feel me? So I was just sitting at the bottom of the bunk with my guitar, like chilling. And then when I got out, um, I started going to Full sale for a music business. And then I had, um, you know, meeting people that do music, stuff like that. So I learned how to like do beats, like download beats, get beats from people. And I really started writing. I was writing for like, probably three months before I was like ready to get on the mic Okay. and my first song was a feature and then I started I had a few features actually like probably three or four and then people started like yo like you gotta start doing your own music like I can't just do features forever if music is something I really want to do that's you true you start doing your own music and you know there's always a message that each person has and a story to tell so I was like shit like started doing my own thing, I started doing my music, and then I started getting booked for shows, which was crazy, and I don't know, it just kind of took off, taking it step by step. Alright. Yeah.
0: So, uh, you're <laughs> born and raised here in Orlando?
1: Um, I'm from Broward County. I kind of was all over the place between uh, West Palm Beach and Broward growing up, and then I was in Alabama for 15 months, and then I came to Orlando. I'm in Orlando, do not plan on staying here, <laughs> definitely <laughs> not, <laughs> but um, I think it is good for where I am in my music, um, it's got. for Orlando I will give credit, it's gotten me very, very far from where I come from,
0: so yeah. Alright, so you used Orlando as a springboard, come from Broward, so uh, does the area you come from influence the style of music that you create, does, is your background an influence on
1: that? definitely um i came from um i used to hang out with xxx's group and they was probably like the most people that like got me into it and they taught me a lot about music and like how to do it how to draw people in for me and like a certain way to do your songs like to the point where like time limits stuff like that so broward has helped me like a lot because that's full of musicians in broward like kodak medley xxx like and the list goes on so that definitely has, is in my music for sure.
0: Now, do you have somebody from your hood that puts you on?
1: No, actually I put my hood on. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, I left them. I go back to them. But I'm actually starting a showcase with my homeboy that I manage, Young AK. And we're planning on going all over Florida, starting it in Orlando, and then going back to my hometown and putting people on. So everybody be calling me, yo, Tina put me on. So you right. know, me, I'm going to... Do them right and go do a show over there
0: and put you know, the whole crew on. It's all about the city at the end of the day. You always got to look out for your people, you know, but Probably. there's always a thin line. You know, some people always come to you with a handout, and for that, you got to be careful with, too, you know. Always be careful of those you let into your circle because the music game can be tragic. You know, you, know, you let that one person in, you're, everything is going great for you, and you don't realize the backdoor deals that they're doing behind you, so. Mm-hmm you've always got that to worry about. So you've got the music background, you were singing in school and everything like that. So was this the plan originally to become a rapper or did you just know that you wanted to perform and be on the stage?
1: Definitely not. I thought it was just like a big dream that was never gonna happen. So I don't know, it was crazy. I knew I liked music, but I did. I thought it would just be me when I'm older as a mom singing to my kids and that's <laughs> it. But now there's shows to look back on and everything. So this was not the plan. It was my dream, but not the plan. <laughs> Got
0: gotcha. So we know that you sung, you were on stage. Who were you growing up? How did that affect, you know, how did you get into the music?
1: Um, I feel like growing up, how it affected my music the most is in my lyrics and like stories to tell. Um, It wasn't like really stable. So it kind of made me turn to music more and like make me like music and then make my own music. So. I mean, I don't know, just really stories and, like, relying on music, and it made me think, like, how I relied on music growing up, I want somebody to rely on my music, so I have, like, middle school females, like, DMing me, like, their problems or whatever, just, you know, talking, and, like, I'm like, yo, like, yeah, um, this is what this song's about, like, this is how it relates to you, this is how it can help you, like, I feel like that.
0: That's good so you've got good relatable music and obviously it's reaching younger generations which is something you know most artists want to see is that their music is speaking to somebody because at the end that's what it's really all about you know Uh, some people get on stage just to perform but what are you really doing with your music you know does it have any meaning are you living your life does your music depict that or is it you know just stories that you're using from somebody else Mm you know it's always something to write another person's story but it's even better to write your own so with the music who influences you
1: um hmm. from what i've heard from people i'm a mix of like a trap Lana Del Rey. right <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right
1: <laughs> um which is interesting but growing up i used to listen to i was in my beach phase so like um milky chance um Beach Boys, Jack Johnson, like a bunch of beach people, like nobody mainstream. Then I started switching over to like Kodak and Melly. Those were like the first, Chance the Rapper, those were how I got into rap. Okay. So I feel like it's a mix of that. As far as my performance, my first performance, I performed like for theater and stuff, but singing, like not really. Okay. So I mean, I was decent, but then my friend like helped me out that had been doing shows and he was like, yo. You give me, like, the vibe of Billie Eilish, look up her performances. I sat for hours just watching different performances of hers, and that's how I, like, really learned how to perform. And I put, like, my own twist on it, obviously, Right. but, like, just for inspiration, you feel mm-hmm. me. Okay.
0: Well, what was your first performance?
1: Um, my first performance as X Tina you know, was The Takeover 2 by Sid Great at the Haven Lounge, okay. which i be doing every month for Sin, um, he's a real one, he booked my first show, so that's like a relationship I'll never have, but yeah, it was at the Haven Lounge, um, at that point, most of all my songs were collabs besides one, so I had a five minute set, and I mixed all my collabs, and then at the end, I did the one song on my own, the fullest okay so that was something because how do you do a performance on your own that's all features like, right it was interesting i'll tell you that i bet
0: so that takes a little bit of ability to do a lot of that mixing and make that happen so you put time into your craft obviously yeah. you know in order to make things happen and you've been doing it by yourself so you're not with a label you're not signed with anyone at mm-hmm. the moment just solo Yep.
1: i'm an independent artist um, I found my, like, I have a team, you feel me, but no, like, label or anything completely independent on my now, own. Now,
0: are you the only person that performs in your team, or is it just uh, someone, like, team supporting
1: you? My sets are my own, but usually, since I manage artists, I book them too with me. Because I like to go, like, after them and get, like, a whole vibe going for me. So, right. um, uh, Young AK is an artist that I manage, he does almost every show with me. Um, Slick reggie i used to manage him i put him on most of my shows um ricky vice did the haven lounge two nights ago with me okay so it's a i try to put myself around all artists because i feel like who you put yourself around is really important you feel me and if y'all, like, are not going the same way and don't have, like, somewhat of the same mindset, you're just going to bring each other down. That's true. So, It's yeah. all about
0: the crew, all about the team, and Birds of a Feather truly do flock together.
1: Yeah.
0: And it makes sense to be with people that have got the same mindset, same goals. You know, you don't want to be a jazz singer hanging out with rappers. It just right. doesn't make any sense. <laughs>
1: no, not at all. That's a whole other vibe.
0: Exactly. All right, so let's get down into some little bit more personal things. What is your worst or most memorable relationship? Oh,
1: my God. Um, my most memorable was um, one of my friends that I met in, like, middle school. And middle school was, like, my life was, like, bad growing up, like, as a toddler and then straight. And then middle school, everything hit. So he's still my friend, like to this day, and I'm a junior in college. Right. And I met him in middle school, so it's crazy. Like he's watched everything, and the fact that like I was gone for 15 months, like no phone calls, he didn't know where the hell I was at, and he was still there the day I got out. So like that's my most memorable. My worst, oh good. Um, my worst, I don't, man. My worst that I could think of like right off the bat was somebody I met in music and this is how I learned the music industry is Mm -hmm. dirty.
0: Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) He took my songs and would post them on SoundCloud. I featured in them and he didn't put my name on it. Oh wow. And like I made a whole entire cover for it he used a different one, a picture of him. And I was just like, bruh, like I had it on my SoundCloud with his name on it, our cover, everything. And I was like, bruh. And then he did somebody dirty. He did. Honestly, like, this whole block, every musician has, like, gotten busted by him. Like, Wow. yeah, he's been on some whack
0: shit. Yeah, so we're not going to do any name dropping today. We'll, we'll let no. you keep your secrets, uh, <laughs> Mr. Nameless. Just know that we know who you are. <laughs> for real. We're watching out for you. So how did all of those experiences uh, relate to your music? Did it have any effect on what you were going through musically?
1: Yeah, um... The my best relationship honestly most of my songs are about our relationship just because like when you have a relationship that long it teaches you like so much right um the other guy not really obviously <laughs> he taught me to be careful that was about it
0: okay well hey you know what at least you learned from the situation but, you know uh, that you took something away from that alright so let's talk about music movies comedy what do you do when you're not making music
1: I like to skateboard um as far as movies and stuff, mm-hmm. i will be watching random movies. I really don't have a thing. But TV shows, are kind of like something that you could sit, like just completely zooted, like a cartoon or something, like American Dad, right. and just like be there and watch something like stupid and enjoy it. Right, so you like <laughs> to
0: take yourself out of the moment, you know, just relax yeah. and really get away from things. I can definitely dig that. So what about likes, dislikes?
1: Um, likes and dislikes. They're gonna be really random. Um, well let's talk about music since it's relevant. Yeah, there we go. Um (laughs) dislikes, I don't like when people write music without a purpose. That's like one of my biggest things is every song I wanted to have a lesson for somebody or somebody that I can reach that's going through the same thing. You feel me? Right. So when people just be I don't even know, like you can hear some now, like locals that are trying to rise and you listen to their music and you're like, what is talking about right it's completely random just because people think music is a joke now that's really
0: what it is and the the genres are changing so much from the mumble rap and everything that's going on i mean i stopped listening to a lot of the music because i can't understand what the hell they're saying now
1: (laughs) gee like think about tupac 50 cent bob marley even like how on earth did like we move so far from that right like
0: so speaking about that, what do you think about the world today? Like the world when it comes to music, the, you know, the world, your community around you?
1: Um, I feel like music, and I study this in school, I feel like it has become a complete money game. Like I don't think, and I understand it's a business, so obviously it has to be about money. Right. But I feel like they don't value like artists as humans anymore which is a big thing like you just look at people like fangirling over people like they're human too you feel me too. so that's what I always say like people be like I'm your number one fan and they're like and I'm like no it's family like there's no fans but um yeah I don't know I just feel like there's no support for locals stuff like that I just think music like yeah the problem is locals that's really weird
0: well, if you had the power to change something like that when it comes to community activation and everything like that in the music, what would you do?
1: I think more people need to step up to throw showcases and just have a bunch of artists on and, like, usually we get charged, and I understand that, but, like, charge for the low or something. Like, right. Like I said, I'm starting my own showcase, and we're putting everybody on for free. We pick four artists for every show, and they come for free, bring their crew, whatever. Okay. You know, so... And I know that there's a lot
0: of those local venues, like the Haven Lounge is a really big one that a lot of amateurs go and perform. I know that that's where uh, you can be found performing. I know the 3-in-1 Cafe is another uh, amateur spot, Mm -hmm. but that is true. That's what we need is more local venues that are allowing amateur nights and you're right, the, the, the fees that they charge are crazy. When I used to do it, I remember paying $300 to have the Haven for a night. Yo, literally! You know, and then I'm paying on top of that, giving them the door, they're getting proceeds off of the bar, mm-hmm. you know, so it is a, a money game. It's all about the business and the end game. You know, some people think that, oh, this is just for fun. I'm going to go out here, make some music and get picked up and get signed. If you get signed because you've got great stage presence, that's good for you, but not everybody gets that
1: but stage you know. presence is such a big thing like the most money you'll make as an artist and connections is touring like that's the right. only way so stage presence is such a big thing like that live is completely separate from social media and people don't understand that if you have like 20k followers on Instagram you may still get 10 people to pop out to your show right like, so I think stage is like the most important.
0: So what have you done to work on your stage presence? We know how you've worked on your music so far as mm. building your guitar skills and writing your lyrics. Mm. How about stage presence? What do you do for that?
1: Um, honestly, I look at people who have inspired me like Billie Eilish and I just sit there and watch their, their performances. I also watch um, like mistakes that have happened. So like for instance, Travis Scott, just at on um, Rolling Loud in New York, mm-hmm. like his knee went out or something. And right. you see him going back and forth on stage with one leg, like right. stuff like that because you need to be prepared for whatever may happen if the mic goes out or whatever.
0: That's very true, and anything can happen. Uh, <laughs> being in a stage game, I've I've seen plenty of things. I've seen artists fall through floors on stage. Oh yes, walking through trapdoors and things like that. Walking on the wrong part of the platform, things falling on stage, and it's all about how much are you committed to getting this performance done? Mm -hmm. Can you, you know, finish the performance, keep it going? Um, I forget the band, but there was a rock star who got stuck on a rig, upside down on his drum set, and still kept drumming while he was upside down until they completely fixed it and everything, and the show just kept going.
1: So, you know, that's what it's all
0: (laughs) about—stage presence. That's why I say I do like what you do on stage, and I see you going. Big places when it comes to that because you've got a lot of flair, you keep your movement going, and everything Mm -hmm. like that. Some artists, you know, you can see the fear strike them, they stand there on stage and they (laughs) freeze up, and you know, and a lot of that has to do with you know, uh, mental health, being prepared for the stage, and things Mm -hmm. like that, you know. Uh, there's a lot of introverts that still get out there on stage you don't really know about their personal lives and that's what this podcast is all about too is you know finding out the personal lives of our artists who we listen to because what happens on stage isn't everything Mm -hmm. everybody always has you know such a, a a bigger personal life so when it comes down to mental health what do you think about that how does that affect your music
1: um well I'll go into what we were just talking about um as far as like mentally getting yourself prepared for the show. Because that is a thing that you definitely need to do. Um, I really take my show day seriously. The vibe, like that whole day just needs to be right. Because if it's not, it's just not going to be good. Right. Um, and then during the show, you need to be able to like keep yourself calm. No matter what happens. like Because I'll never forget this one time the dj was tripping and couldn't play my music so i was running everywhere trying to find the right aux and plugging my phone something and it was at the haven lounge too so everybody knows me so i was like freaking out, freaking right. out. and i'll never forget i got up on stage and i was just i didn't even want to perform like i was so done and like i threw my phone and everybody got videos of it and i was just like yo like <laughs> oh so definitely keeping yourself just control
0: right grounded in that yeah. moment
1: and then um how it like goes into my songs obviously like all my songs have a purpose, so like what I'm going through is gonna happen. I never like, cause I started out this way is I would sit down and I'm like, okay, I'm writing a song, and that's where I messed up. Now it's like whenever I'm going through something, I start playing beats, right. and then it just goes. And sometimes I'll do it, and I'll wake up the next morning, and I'm like, bro, I don't even know who that's about. It's just so deep inside of me that it came out. Like,
0: there you go. Yeah. So it's deeply rooted. So, what about your your family? How does your family play into your music? Do you have a lot of support from them? Are they involved?
1: Um, growing up, they were, and when I started out, yes. Now I'm pretty much on my own. Um, first of all, my name freaks them out: Double X Tina, um, which is literally just like Christmas X Tina with an X, so it's nothing there. Um, okay. I get asked that a lot. Um, but yeah, they're pretty much gone and that which is whatever like it gave me a few songs so you know
0: okay. and uh speaking of a few songs i know that you've got a song that's on my mama that's about the family and, and situations that you were going yeah.
1: through yeah right? um so yeah that's one of my best songs um, that has the most plays and everything i play at every single one of my shows and people know the words like i have a video from the other night and somebody was taking it and they knew every word and i was like oh my god my heart but um yeah, so pretty much um, me and somebody got into an argument, and then they said, um, they took a conversation, a personal conversation that I had with them and, like, flipped it, and so I was like, yeah, like, I miss my mama so much, duh, duh, duh. and then the day, like, we got into this argument, he was like, um, don't step foot on the app, which is Broward County where I'm from, my hood. And then, like, don't cross this line, da 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 da. And then he was like, then he calls my best friend telling her he's going to kill me all of this. I'm in school while this is going on. And she just keeps calling me. I'm like, yo, I'm in school. She's like, no. Like, I pick up the phone. I walk out of the class. And she's just crying, like, freaking out. And then he was like, she was like, he said uh, that he was going to put me up with my mama because I miss her so much. All this. Oh, my God. So... Uh, A few days later, I decided I need to do a rap song, because I perform, and I need to get lit. So I was doing it, and it was about something else. I was with my homeboy, uh, Say So, and we was in the studio, and we started going. Then he said, he was helping me write it. Then he said one lyric, and I was like, yo... We're making it about this. I told him the story. We was both like cause he's my homeboy, so of course he's gonna get mad at somebody has right. a hit on me. Mm-hmm. So you know, we was both so heated, like we was jumping everywhere, screaming, and we made that song and it's banging everybody fuck with it. So.
0: Alright, well you know what we're gonna do, we're gonna take a break real quick and we're gonna go ahead and play that track. <laughs> this is On My Mama by Double X Tina.
1: Hitting my line, hitting the crime, yeah. Speak on my mama, committing a crime, yeah. Switching them sides, yeah. People out here looking for my hate, now, nah, night. Boy, you tripping? they just want me day, now, nah, night. What you don't know is that i am a hate, now, nah, now. Nah. I'ma go and leave your ass away. Yeah, I thought you was by the bus cap. Speak on my mama, that was a rap. Talking crazy, I'm stepping back. Shoot with me, I never lie. White girl, stay in black. Low boy, you is white. Never gonna find me, that's a fact. People are here looking for my hate now, nah, now. Nah. Boy, you tripping? They just want me day, dead. Nah. On my shoulders we like a pack. Running on me, we bow a blast. Talking crazy, you just a price Racing on me, you finna crash. Rolling a blunt, you just the edge. Can't find me, i am got a mice. People are lying, stay out of line. Yeah, hitting my line, hitting the climb. Yeah, speaking my mama, committing a crime. Yeah, switching up sides, we bout to ride. Yeah you want to do me dirty like that? Got my people around me, me running a pet. I ain't Larry, I got a target on back, but I ain't trippin' cause I know I am shooting right back.
0: Alright, and we are back. That was On My Mama by Double X Tina. So, you can definitely feel the power in that track. Um, like you said, you know, uh, you use that situation to go ahead and write the music and everything like that. And that's great that you're using your real life, you know, what's going on in order to power your music mm-hmm. and make real things because a lot of people aren't talking about real things nowadays. It's all about money and everything like that. People are talking about all kinds of crazy stuff. So, We got to keep it real, you know, uh, uh, people aren't talking about real situations. They're mostly talking about, oh, what kind of pills they're popping and, oh, I'm doing this and let me mix that. Let me drink this. I'm going to the club and I'm throwing money here, but they're not talking about the actual struggle that they took in order to get there, you know, but we got artists like Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, you know, guys who are telling the truth about their stories and things like that. And, you know, that it's not just about the money that. You know it's really about the political avenues what's going on in the world around us because that really controls everything that's going on you can try to make music in the world but there's a lot of other stigmas and controls that go along with it you know you can produce the hottest track but who's gonna hear it if you're being blocked
1: literally like you, know? you gotta be real it's all about emotional connection with your people and you know why have the right reasons for everything you're doing but especially music. If you're just doing this for the clout or to get money, like just stop because you're not gonna go anywhere. Right. Like or you may but not for so far versus somebody who reaches people on an emotional level. And two like it'll make the artist feel better. Like I remember one time at the Haven Lounge, uh what I love about the Haven Lounge is they always have like locals there. And that are there like every time and then there's one time a local it was a like older female and She I just seen her like start crying as I'm doing my song and I was like, oh my god, like what? This is crazy and then she's like I like screaming to me and stuff And then I went off and like I talked to her and stuff and she just told me like what that song made her feel That's what it's about. It's yeah. not about the money like How could you even be satisfied if you're not impacting people? Exactly.
0: How are you touching your fans? How are you reaching the people? Because there's got to be a purpose behind it. I mean, in the end, yes, it is about making money. You know, a lot of people are are more money-based. That's what they make it seem like. And, of course, you know, it's like uh, they say, money isn't everything. Mm -hmm, Money isn't everything when you have it. (laughs) But if you don't have money, money is everything until you get it. Mm-hmm. So, what about fallback plans? Uh, what do you plan on doing if the music game doesn't work out for you?
1: Um, artist management or A&R, tour management, one of those three. Because okay. I'm in music business right now. So, um, I'm already doing that Like as I'm going. So, I don't know, definitely that. Like work with a record label and my biggest thing is when I'm up to, you know, because that's a ladder you got to climb up. Right. Start from an assistant and go your way up. But one of my biggest things that I want to make known from like the day I get there is local artists. Like there are so many, and you're just like going with random people. You feel me? Like look like deeply into local artists. Like go to have a scout, go to venues, stuff like that, to find people. But definitely a record label for sure.
0: So that's good. So your aim is to help the local artists. You're not gonna leave the people behind. That's a good thing, because some people, you know, they blow up and they always forget about the communities where they come from. You know, I can name so many people that you never hear actually talk about where they grew up, even though you know where they grew up, but you never hear them bring it up. You know, they may talk about the state or something like that, but, you know, that brings it down to, you know, are you ashamed of repping where you come from? Because it really is all about your background, because that plays into who you become as an artist. Mm-hmm. unless you decide that you know where you are is where you don't want to be and you run away to go somewhere else to rebuild yourself then that's something else because you're trying to create a new image mm-hmm. but you know in the end of the day is you can't forget where you came from
1: Always, and like the people regardless if you're good with your people or not like They still, everybody has a certain season in your life, whether it's good or bad. Everybody, like, I see it as, like, a huge puzzle that's going to be filled by, like, each person that comes into your life, whether it's good or bad. I told my sister that the other night because she was, like, tripping over losing somebody. So, I mean, yeah, you need to let it impact you. Like, you can't be ignorant to your surroundings.
0: Right. All right, so what about current projects? What are you working on right now?
1: I just dropped um, the music video to go away, which was one of my biggest projects I've ever worked on so far. I drove all the way back home to do it because that was important to me. Um, My agent hooked me up with it, um, Create the Madness. So that was my biggest thing. I'm working on an EP soon. Um, I made a song called Numb, and it's unreleased. And I've been performing it though, cause I've always performed songs before I release it. And I want, and then I decided I found like a slower version to that beat, and I was like, Yo, I'm about to do a whole EP off this one song. All right. So that's my next thing.
0: All right. Well, you know what? Let's go ahead and take a second. Let's play "Go Away" real quick. Uh, this is "Go Away" by Double X Tina.
1: Why are you-
0: We are back. That was Go Away. So uh, let's talk about that track real quick. Uh, what did it take for you to make it? I know that you said that you just got done dropping the video. So you've gone through the whole thing. You've gone to the studio, you've put the track down and everything yeah. like that. You've gotten the video recorded. What did it take for you to get all of that done? Let's let's talk steps for those who are maybe aspiring to get there and haven't done it yet.
1: Um, well, my first, I think your first step is writing it and having it done and ready for it to be recorded. Um, Then finding somebody that can do it and make sure the vibe was like around it. Um, But as far as like writing it, um, I had a friend that called me up with a story that she was going through. I was like, I'm going to write this for her. I started doing that. Little did I know I was about to go through the same shit a month later. Okay. So then I really felt passionate about it um, and you know started promoting it more, doing music video. I did an interview about it, so yeah.
0: All right, well where can we find the interview
1: for that? Um, it's on my YouTube, Double X Tina. Um, interview part one, two, and three, it's me growing up, me as an artist, and then about Go Away. So, and then the music videos after that.
0: So. All right, and uh, just so you know folks, all of Double X Tina's music can be found on SoundCloud and on YouTube all of the platforms The display name is going to be double x tina you can also follow her on instagram do we have any other social media pages where they can find you instagram
1: is double x tina underscore official um and then twitter um you can find it off of my instagram it's in my bio because it's a lot of letters so if i say it nobody's gonna pick it up all right but everything is listed on my instagram which is double x tina underscore official and find literally everything
0: there, so. Alright. And what's next for you? So, we know that you've done the Go Away Project. Uh, what's on the horizon?
1: Um, the EP. A lot more shows I'm trying to do. Um, music videos. More music videos, for sure. But right now, I'm really focused on getting new music out more consistently. Okay. Yeah.
0: Alright. So, is there anything that you want to tell your fans or listeners?
1: Um... Well, I'll talk about, like, the meaning behind Go Away because that's probably, like, I would say, like, my brand. But um, it's pretty much about, like, your self-worth and realizing, like I talked about earlier, who you put yourself around um, because everybody matters, you feel me? And it needs to be balanced. Like, if you put 100 into them and they're putting in 50, like, it's cap. Like, leave it because right. you just can't, like, downplay yourself. That. That's probably my biggest thing. And, yeah, be on the lookout for the new stuff.
0: All right, All right. well, that was another episode of Just Tell Rell. This has been Double X Tina, our special guest. We thank you so much for sitting down with me thank today. Thank you,
1: I appreciate it.
0: All right, so look out for the releases of our newest episodes. All of our information can be found on our Facebook page, Just Tell Rel. You can also find our information on Instagram, Twitter. Leave your questions, your comments, concerns, queries, any leads that you have on uh, interviews that you'd like to be done, artists that we don't know of that you'd like to be heard. All of X Tina's information, like I said, can be found on those different social media platforms. They'll all be listed on our pages, so that way you can click the links. You can go and find her music. Once again, we thank you for sitting down with us. This is another episode of Just Tell Real.